podcast, podcast, podcast. Friends, family, more friends. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the podcast where we relive the trauma of our youth through movies. You are listening to Who, Who Let, let you, you Watch, watch that? that. Who Let You Watch That? We're not good at that yet. It's so good. <laughs> My name is Andy Diaz. And I'm Gabe Martinez. And we are here again and we are going to be talking about more fun movies that have traumatized us in our youth. Today is a super fun episode again. Today's going to be exciting because, Gabe, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, because we have a guest. And uh, depending on when you're listening to this, you might have heard uh, we've had other guests and we've had episodes that it's just us. Uh, today is a very special one because we have a guest that I have a special connection with because uh, she's not only a fabulous person and a friend, uh, but she is one hell of an actress, and she is, uh, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to say it, friends. She is is one of the two leads, um, and a lot of people would say the, the main lead because of just the sheer amount of dialogue she has to get out, uh, but she is one of the leads of uh, He's Dead and So Am I. Uh, her name, in the film, I'm going to keep teasing who this is. Even though, like, it's gonna say who it is. It's, it's gonna say who our guest is gonna, like, on the yeah. title of the podcast. So you already know. But anyway, <laughs> oh, I almost made her spit her drink. That's good. It's in the description. You're right. Yeah. People they, don't read. That's that is true. People are just subscribing and enjoying. Anyway, <laughs> this uh, is auto uploaded. Her, her character's name is Sandy, and in a in a little bit, I'm gonna put her on the spot and ask her character's last name, and she's totally not gonna remember because I barely remember, and I. Uh, I, she, oh, yeah, she's like, nope, no idea. <laughs> Her character's name is Sandy Marquez, so it's all right. Don't worry. It's okay. It never comes up in the movie. But one of the leads of uh, of the feature film, uh, my first feature that I was uh, thankful enough to co-direct uh, for He's Dead. It's called He's Dead and So Am I, and uh, it will be out soon. You can check it out very soon. Go to he'sdeadfilm.com to find out more information and to see some wonderful clips of the fabulous Melanie Stone. Melanie, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And I'm so sorry that I couldn't remember the name of the last name of Sandy. It's um, okay. But it's on on IMDb, so I was going to like run to my computer and just like <laughs> quickly type it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all right to to be fair everybody. So so Melanie, yeah, she's she's one of the the leads uh, for our our fabulous film, and uh, you know she's incredible in it. By the way, we'll talk more about that at the end. But um, she is also an incredibly accomplished uh, actress, and has been in so many things. It's ridiculous. She's like almost she's like becoming uh, on par with Judy Greer for just the sheer amount of things that she's been in. <laughs> she's been in so many things. So I don't fault her for not knowing. Number one, her character's last name literally never once comes up. I just I wrote it as like introducing her character in the action lines uh so stuff that's never spoken that no one ever hears uh so and then since shooting our movie two years ago she's been in four other movies and probably like 10 other things that haven't been released yet so she's busy it's all right to be fair i don't think i remember any of my characters last names there you go okay <laughs> so, it's not just he's dead okay yeah 
You don't remember? I mean, do you? So uh, also, <laughs> I've I've been doing so much he's dead stuff right now. I, I almost called you Sandy, um, but <laughs> Me- Melanie is also the uh, the star of the Mythica series on uh, a series of films on uh, Amazon. You can check those out. Those are super fun. Uh, and do you were in four of those, right? Five. Five. five oh them. my gosh! Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Um, do you remember? No, I'm not sorry that there were five of them. I'm sorry that I didn't. Oh, no, no. That's too much. Oh, no, five. no. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I was. I was just so sad that I got the number wrong. I'm, I apologize. You know. I do not expect you to know that at all. <laughs> but I did. Yeah. I did watch the first two. Didn't I okay. tell you that? That was. I think you. I think you mentioned it. Yeah. 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 I I did watch the first two because I hadn't met uh, Melanie when her name was brought up to me for casting. So I said, uh, well, I certainly trust my partner who's recommending her. But I was like, I want to see what this gal does. And I watched uh, two of your films. I found you delightful in them. And that is all I will say. <laughs> you know, it's very low budget. Very, very low budget. Um, so, yeah. But that, That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Melanie is fabulous. She's she's uh, not only uh, just a wonderful artist, she is a, she's a wonderful person. She's a, uh, someone that I am very thankful to be able to call my friend. And I'm so thankful that you were traumatized by a John Wayne film when you were younger. And we get to talk about it today. <laughs> so. Me too. So the the film we are watching, so that that is her introduction. You're going to get to hear her fabulous voice the entire episode. Uh, Andy, can you tell us what movie we're going to be discussing today and and ask Melanie our our question? Unless we, we do, we have any new business, my friend, that you want to bring up? I I do not have any new business. So today we are going to listen to, or we are going to talk about a movie that I am very excited to talk about because it's. It opens us up to just another world. Me and Gabe, we've been talking about movies and watching TV shows, and you have been listening to us, and we're we're kind of stuck in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, for sure. We, we're going to get in a time machine right now. We're <laughs> going to go back in time to the 60s, and we're going to talk about a movie that I thought was pronounced McClintock, but it might be pronounced McClinic or <laughs> other ways so or McGinney or McGinney <laughs> because everyone in this movie says his name differently it is the most annoying thing ever it made me feel like I was in the twilight zone I was like wait isn't didn't they just say his name was McClintock yeah they, they said McClintock there was definitely a hard talk in there yeah anyway we're gonna be talking about the fabulous John Wayne uh, Maureen O'Hara yes. film epic McClintock with an exclamation mark. <laughs> McClintock. It has a it has an exclamation mark in the title. It's so good. <laughs> We're gonna get into all this, but <laughs> I'm gonna let. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question, Melanie, because we ask all our guests this. We need to intro the movie. Can you describe this movie in five words or less? Five words or less. Uh... Five words or less. Um, I should have written this down, but I'm just going to say fighting and spanking. Absolutely perfect. Absolutely. Done in three. That's a professional. 
Yeah. Fighting and spanking. Fighting and spanking is absolutely <laughs> perfect for this movie. Because <laughs> there is some fighting. And, oh, man, at the end, there is some spanking going on. <laughs> there is some spanking. Uh, just a little bit of backstory on this before we describe this movie in, in great detail and hear some fabulous stories. Uh, you all know by now what the premise of our show is. I mean, Andy said it at the top of it, too. It's in our description, all that. And if you've heard any other episodes, we certainly beat you over the head with it. Uh, when we hit up the fabulous Melanie, um, she she suggested this movie, and uh, both Andy and I were like, "What? <laughs> this an old western? How could an an old western do do this? How could how could an old western like you know com- completely traumatize somebody or or be uh, you know something that really sticks out? This film indeed does that. <laughs> this." This is a western that is going to uh, you. Uh, hopefully, you have seen this before you're listening to this episode. If not, definitely pause this and go spend two hours and seven minutes of your life <laughs> and watch this movie because it'll uh, it's, it's 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 a ride. It's it's definitely a ride. You're gonna have a lot of fun and also feel super bad. <laughs> you're gonna feel really bad and be like, oh my gosh, Maureen O'Hara. Uh, but anyway, there we go. I, I had to jump in on that one. Uh, I defy anyone to to describe this movie better than Melanie uh, with her, her three-word description of fighting and spanking. But here's what it says on IMDb. Wealthy rancher G.W. McClintock uses his power and influence in the territory to keep the peace between farmers, ranchers, land grabbers, Indians, and corrupt officials. Andy? Do you agree with that? Uh, perhaps. <laughs> I I think that's what's going on in this movie. Um, we'll get into it in a moment, but yeah. Gabe, this movie is fun. But Gabe, does this movie have a plot? I I'm gonna say no, <laughs> but I'm going to ask our fabulous guest Mel. Does this movie have a plot? Um, absolutely not. I rewatched <laughs> it yesterday myself because, like, I mean, I can get into like growing up and watching this, but yeah, I watched it last night and I was like, wait, what was the point? Was the buildup just to get to the public spanking? Like, <laughs> was that the whole point? Yeah, like, I, I think so. Um, yeah, I. So it's going to be an odd – stick with me. It's going to be an odd transition. You know how Adam Sandler puts out a movie every couple of years and yeah. it's essentially just him and his friends are like, hey, I want to go to Hawaii. Yeah. Let's yeah. make a movie. Right. And we'll have the studio pay for it. I think that's what – I think John Wayne was the original Adam Sandler and just wanted to hang out with his friends and went, hey, make this movie so I can just talk about how awesome I am and we can put it on film. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Did The Quiet Man? I'm pretty sure The Quiet Man came before this because Maureen O'Hara was in that too. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of like sort of abuses her in that one too. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. It's like, let's do it again. Yeah. Remember how fun it was when I abused you? (laughs) It's, It's really weird. So this is the section of the podcast where we talk about the background on the movie a little bit. Um, Just kind of the... We, we don't ever go and do a deep dive, but this is where we can throw out some interesting things. And since you brought it up, 
uh, Mel, you know, so John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara were apparently best friends. Maureen O'Hara considers John Wayne when when he passed away, she considered him her best friend, and it was like heartbreaking. Uh, her husband actually passed away, and then like six months later or something, then John Wayne passed away, and um, she was like, "He's one of my best friends in the world. He's like a dear dear friend." Apparently, I mean, like they 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 were in a, a few movies together, and they just had an amazing friendship. This is one of the last movies that John Wayne did. You know, he did 10 million movies. This is one of his last ones that he did. And like Andy says, this movie is just like, hey, I'm John Wayne and I'm awesome. And everyone in this little town that I own <laughs> thinks I'm awesome. I, I'm, I'm essentially a god to all these people. And John Wayne's like, you know, I'm you know, who I really like feeling up is Maureen O'Hara. I'm going <laughs> to get her in this. Let's bring her back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. She's a perfectly reasonable woman that I'm going to just paint as a as a a, a crazy bitch the entire time, and then at the end I'm going to wallop her uh, with of uh, with a uh, with a shovel with a little shovel for for like uh, coal and for stuff. Yeah, it's like a, it was one of those like little like fireplace chimney <laughs> yeah shovel yeah. things. So like, it would hurt so bad to be spanked by that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, unless you're Maureen O'Hara or her daughter in the film, right. because both of them get turned way the F on <laughs> and forgive everything. But sorry, spoiler alert. It, it, it results in them, like, getting with the guy. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, for sure. The, the spanking is what does it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. It, yeah. As, as oh, it my should. stars. Yeah, and we can get into that later and how that has affected my mind. Yes. Oh, my. I had, my expectations were growing up on movies like that yeah. in relationships. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I, yeah, cannot wait. Um, uh, so ahead, so Andy. so with the this game, we read you know the the tagline and everything for the movie, mm. um, but I had the the poster for this movie. <laughs> the thing that sells this movie is John Wayne. Sp- Spanking Marina O'Hara on the the poster, but if you take a moment to look at the poster a little closer, there are three promotions on it. There is McClintock is magnificent, which is already mwah, that is fantastic. <laughs> if you can get something like that for He's Dead game, <laughs> yeah, He's, He's Dead, Dead is, is hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, it has come to run. Hilarious. Yeah, on, we'll man. go with that. Uh, but the poster also reads. He put his brand on the territory and every woman on it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What the, 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 the little small writing right there. Uh-huh. And the brawl for fun who put a town on the map and hung his name on it. That explains as much as the movie as <laughs> as as the, the tagline and everything. That's it, what it is. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's the brawl for fun who put a town on the map. It's hung a, his hat, hung his name on it. <laughs> a guy who throws expensive Stetson hats on his weather vane. Yeah, three hundred and ten times in a row, and uh, it has the the neighborhood kids chase after it. Yeah. Oh, we're we're gonna. Uh, there's so much there's to talk. So this might be a seven hour episode. There's so much to get into. <laughs> I'm sorry that we're past your bedtime, I know. Melanie, because this is going all 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 night long. <laughs> yeah. So made in 1963, uh, absolute epic that many regard as like a fabulous Western, yeah. an incredible comedy, 
a great family film, very high ratings even today, which is kind of shocking. Uh, but you know, that's that's a testament to there being at least thirteen thousand people on IMDb that are probably over eighty. You know, that's <laughs> what it's got to be. I, I mean, I I imagine, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. Um, so you know, we we always just we need to mention the uh f- f- no matter how bonkers it is we need to mention uh written by Edward uh, James Edward Grant uh and directed by Andrew V McLaglin uh McLaglin McLaglin yeah exactly once again a um a friend of John Wayne got the got the movie because he was just a friend of John Wayne and when he had done a bunch of TV mm-hmm. and John was like hey you're my friend want to yeah. direct this movie yeah <laughs> and Sure enough, yeah, he put him put him in charge of it at the helm. <laughs> that's I I feel like that's everything John Wayne after he was like a bona fide star. I feel like that's everything he did. Like it was always just like, well, so and so is a really good waiter. He's gonna direct my next picture. That boy was really nice and always filled my brandy. He's gonna direct the next picture, and MGM or whatever is just like John. We have we have literally hundreds of directors. <laughs> On the payroll, that are actually good. No, this kid's got spunk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Has anyone seen my hat? Has <laughs> I need to leave, and it's a very big hat. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like that's that was John Wayne's mo constantly on the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Which I kind of love, like, yeah. I don't know. I I love that. Yeah, yeah. Me, but you hit it over the head. Yeah. Me, me too. The, the yeah the. The film, I I mean, spoiler alert, minus the problematic stuff, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And it's it's a testament to these actors. Um, John Wayne just is hilarious because he's this monolith that, in my opinion, is a shitty actor. Like, he's... Especially in this movie, the dude like there's no emotion, there's no range. It's it's just John Wayne being John Wayne, and you know I I guess he did create that, and he is that. So sure, great, that's fantastic. But it's like there's no there's no range, there's no emotion, there's no performance whatsoever. He's got uh, one tone. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. Uh, but Maureen O'Hara is fabulous. I legitimately loved her. She was great, and she was just chewing the scenery left and right. I love it. It was it was very fun. Uh, but yeah, but it's got a it's got a lot of problems. It's, it's got a lot of problems. <laughs> um, so starring John Wayne, Maureen O'Hara, uh, Patrick Wayne, and Stephanie Powers. Uh, Maureen O'Hara uh, was my favorite. Well, actually, no, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, the man that played Davy the Indian was my favorite. <laughs> that dude was amazing, and I need to bring was him up. Was that the one who was saying more whiskey all the time? The one that they almost hung? Oh, no, no, no. That was, uh, that was, uh, uh... Or was that the chief? The that was chief the chief. The yeah, yeah, this oh, was, yeah. this was Bad Perry Lopez. Chief. This is the guy that worked okay. in the town, right? Yeah, the guy that worked in the town that was educated. Yeah, uh, I, I got a college oh, degree, and... Yeah, college degree, but everyone always just calls me the Indian, and I loved that guy. He was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many good people. Yeah. Drago, a guy, just, th- that was an acceptable name. I mean, <laughs> seriously, someone was like, you know, Drago's a cool name. And John Wayne was probably like, you know, I like that name. And they're like, yeah, but it's it's a cool name for like an Eastern European guy. Or like a, you know, like a really mean, scary gangster. Yeah, I'm going to give my bumbling, fun, like, house hand the name Drago. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. 
It's, it was insane. That's a really good point. Um, yeah. Well, point. Uh, Andy, do you have more to chime in on I this? I mean, the only other person that I want to, because I love the the TV show, uh, Yvonne DiCarlo. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, who was uh, Lily Munster from the Munsters. So That's right. I got I to gotta give her a shout out. You know, special guest star. Uh, Yvonne DiCarlo, as the as the credits said and everything. Um, yeah, that's a that's a very good point, my friend. She was she was also fabulous in that role. Yeah, she's the uh, she's Lu- Louise Warren. She's Mrs. Warren. Mrs. She's, Warren, she's, and she's the she cook. has one of my favorite scenes in the movie where her and John uh, GW just drink an entire bottle of whiskey <laughs> in a matter of a minute. I think it's a minute. Yeah. Drinking whiskey, how no one has ever drank whiskey before, um, and then unless just... you're unless you're in Motley Crue or something. Yeah, like... yeah, exactly. I believe Nikki Six wrote an entire book about yeah. how traumatizing that was. But yeah, and then they proceed to just pratfall, fall down the stairs, <laughs> then it becomes and no uh, one's the, hurt at all. A three Stooges bit. Yeah. Oh, my favorite scene of the movie. There's so there's so well, much to, second favorite. So much to dig into. Yeah, everyone's first is definitely one of the two spankings. It has to be. But anyway, we'll... anyway. We'll discuss. Yes. That's the background on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive into it. It's so off the rails already. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Mel, we talked about the background of this movie, and we've given snippets uh, of everything else. Can you please tell us the story of when you saw this? Uh, paint us a scene. Tell us everything you're willing to tell us. We want to know. Yeah. Here's the thing. I grew up watching this, so, like, I... It was just always there. Like I grew up, I, I lived like a very sheltered life. So this this really was all I had in terms of like, of quote unquote traumatic. But like, I, I loved this movie growing up. And it was like, we'd watch it like once a month, like that and like all the other John Wayne movies. And like, we were so into Westerns. And, but I just, I have a lot of good memories, just like popcorn and, popcorn and M&Ms and just like cracking up and, and then we get to the spankings and like as i got older it was like i started to get a little more uncomfortable with it it mm-hmm. was like huh but like i remember like even preteen just being like oh like i just can't wait to like have that kind of relationship with a guy you know be a total bitch and then i get spanked into my place like you know like that's awful just, like it was just that's just what I thought. Like, that's how it was. That's true love. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then as I got older, it was like, hang on. Something's not right. And also, like, just just the public spanking, chasing her around town. Yeah. Like, in her underwear. In her underwear. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, okay, if this was real life, like, how horrible and actually traumatic would be for that woman. And the whole town's laughing. They're just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and they're just all following around, laughing at her, like being humiliated. Yeah. You know? And then he catches her in the barn and then is about to spank her. And then, you know, the same shovel that he handed to the guy, what's his face? I forget his name already, to spank his daughter. Like, he passes it back to John Wayne, and John Wayne spanks Maureen O'Hara. And, yeah, as I got older, it was like, huh, I don't (laughs) actually like this part. (laughs) But, I mean, there are so many funny things in that movie that, like, 
Yeah. So it's, it's hard for me to actually say that it, it's traumatic because I don't, I don't know that it was traumatic, but problematic, I guess, is what it is to me. And, and once again, I think just living a sheltered life, like I truly didn't get to see something that would have been traumatic. Like, I don't know, like the hills have eyes or something as a child. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said you said really conservative, like no rated R movies, like probably right. not even PG thirteen for the most part, right? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, and people love like conservatives love McClintock. Oh yeah. Oh. It's their for, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's why it still has such high ratings because like they love it, you yeah. know. And and there is some like I love the mud pit fight, like. It's, it's so absolutely. stupid and yeah. so great and funny and dumb and yeah, but yeah, it, that's my experience. Yeah, and and you know just just to, I mean you you almost sound like you're disappointing us that you weren't severely traumatized by this like physics yeah. like mental. It's we. <laughs> We do the podcast, uh, you know, it's trauma is used in like ultra quotes. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's really tongue like, in cheek. Yeah. It's the stuff that like we totally shouldn't yeah. have watched. Like it's not a good thing. And like, you know, how, how may it have influenced, like we talked about a film called Nine and a Half Weeks that I saw at a pretty young age, which is uh, uh, Kim Basinger and. Uh, Basinger? No, no. We listened to that. <laughs> we said her name wrong the whole episode, dude. It's Basinger. Basinger, Miss Miss Basinger, we love you, and sorry that we butchered your name for two hours. But anyway, uh, it's her and Mickey Rourke, uh, a, a very young, incredibly handsome Mickey Rourke, um, and uh, it's awful. It's just a, if you haven't seen it, it's just a it's a, a two hour romp of like the most perverted, weird sex stuff, and just like so much abuse. It's awful. But I saw that, and then that like led me down a rabbit hole of like, I have to see boobs. Like that was the movie that was like, Oh, I need to, I'm on a quest to like see boobs in, in movies and in real life and wherever I can find them. And I was probably 10 at the time, you know, seeing that movie. So it's like, so yeah, I would say I'm not traumatizing where I needed therapy yeah. for it, but it but definitely it set me on a path. You. It affected yeah. me. Absolutely. It affected your psyche. I mean, right. same with me in the spankings where it's like, well, spankings is a part of, romantic relationships (laughs) that's just which that's true love and as we saw in nine and a half weeks they are yeah they are (laughs) yeah exactly i mean uh still what's the what's the shades of 50 shades of gray like that's still a thing you know be tied up and spanked it's all started from mcclinic (laughs) (laughs) mcclinic blazed the trail (laughs) john wayne doing it again (laughs) so so I got to ask, and, and please, th- this is, you know, where we kind of delve into your, you know, your stories and everything like that. Um, th- did you, and if you don't want to answer, that's okay. But I mean, did you have any siblings? Do you have siblings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have eight siblings. Eight siblings. Wow. So any other girls in the family? Oh, yeah. There was, <laughs> so five girls were born first. I was the fifth girl. And then a boy was born and then another girl and then two, two boys after that. Gotcha. So six girls total. Gotcha. So did at any point watching this movie in the regular rotation and everything, did you ever discuss any of this with your sisters? Or No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Not really, no. Like, I, like, I mean, I don't remember having any. I mean, maybe like when we were older, like I think maybe I'd be like, I don't like that. He spanks her, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't. I think it was shut down pretty quickly of like, oh, it's just a comedy. Like, it's just 
it's a comedy. <laughs> I've, I've always kind of been like the outspoken one. Um, but yeah, like everybody else just thought it was really funny. I'd love to have a conversation with my sisters now. I wonder what they would, I wonder what they would say. Like, I don't know. Well, They'd probably be like, it's a lot of fun still. We'll try not to swear too much in this episode so you can have them listen to it. Uh, I, I assume no, they're all more- conservative. More swearing. Okay. Yeah, please. Let's, 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 I want to make them as uncomfortable as possible. (laughs) Well, we may just, uh, we may just do that. We'll see. (laughs) The night is still young. Perfect. (laughs) Well, okay. So that, that's the story of you seeing it and, uh, and a little bit of, you know, where you, you, well, uh, just a little bit about the family backstory. Uh, Andy, when did you see this movie? So, I, I I had not seen this movie when I was a kid, right? Um, so I saw this movie yesterday for the first time. Same. Uh, uh, but I mean, growing up, my dad was all about westerns, though. So like, growing up, westerns were always in the house, you know. So my dad, my dad's favorite movie was the movie Shane, mm-hmm. um, and I still have that movie. I watch it usually once a year, just because it was my dad's favorite movie. So I put it on, and you know, it's one of those ones I watch all the time. But we grew up watching those old sort of things, things like Shane and how the West was won and uh, Gunsmoke, you know, TV shows uh, like Gunsmoke. My dad loved Gunsmoke. So we would watch, um, you know, what was it called? TV land or Nick at night. I think it was called at the time. Yeah. Gunsmoke was always on. So we were constantly watching Gunsmoke. So, um, but I, I guess the first like Western that I remember being like funny and everything. I was watching my dad. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, these are action and then some of them like, oh, this is uh, kind of slow, you know? I don't know about this, Dad. But, like, like Three Amigos is, like, the first Western that I remember laughing at. And, I mean, they're totally different movies. Yeah. You know? But, like, that was the first one that, like, I remember, like, ah, oh, the Westerns and comedy, they're doing something completely different. They're changing the game. Uh-huh. No, and they, not at all, Andy. You're just a dumb little kid. <laughs> but I mean, apart from that, you know, things like and then, you know, uh, Tombstone and uh, Young Guns are probably movies that of in terms of like Westerns, I've seen probably more than any other movies. Yeah. Um, th- those two, aside from Shane, because I've seen that probably 800 billion times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, I mean, what, what about you, Gabe? I mean, uh, what's what about you? When did did you see this guy? (laughs) Well, yeah, saw it yesterday for the first time. Surprisingly, um, that I didn't see this one sooner. Um, When you said it, Mel, hey, let's watch McClintock. uh, um, I looked it up and I was like, oh, I have absolutely seen this before. Like just looking at the poster, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I've seen this before. Totally. I think my mom even has it on VHS. Like, you know, definitely had to see this one. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, When I watched it, I was like, this is brand new. But... uh, (laughs) Similar to Andy, yeah, my dad loved Western. I yeah. uh, maybe it's just a Mexican dad thing. I don't know, but like he loved westerns. I don't know, growing just, up in the fifties and sixties or something. I yeah, don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, you know, <laughs> my my dad was always really quick to point out whenever, like, not whenever. I don't want to offend anyone, but a lot of times there would be you know Indians, quote unquote, on the screen, and my dad would be like. Those are Mexicans. You can yeah. tell. You can tell. That's our people. Yep. You know, and I'd be like, yeah, dad, totally. You know, whatever. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. But, Same. But I grew up, uh, you know, my mom, my, my dad, fairly conservative too. But my mom's super, super conservative, super religious household. And we watched Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff 
constantly like that's and and we watched very fun family friendly uh, uh, westerns like this. My dad, like you, Andy, you know Shane was in regular rotation. Jeremiah Johnson was his mm. favorite, so Jeremiah Johnson was the one that we watched all the time. Uh, but yeah, True Grit, like John Wayne, True Grit, like that was all the time. I mean, The Unforgiven. When I got a little older. Uh, because it's kind of wild, but I mean, yeah, but I, and I love westerns. Growing up, we watched so many movies that I would say are in this vein. Like I really think if there, if if one person sang one song, this movie is a Rodgers and Hammerstein film. Like uh, that's what it is. And forgive me, I know that there were you know other directors and fabulous people that worked on it, but you know what I mean. The Rodgers and Hammerstein things, uh, you know, the, the Sound of Music and and South Pacific and and uh, uh, The King and I and all that, and. Those movies were so fun and wonderful, and I loved them, and they were, like, you know, romantic in the true sense. Like, uh, you know, yeah, they had love and all that stuff, but, I mean, like, it was adventurous, and you went and saw places. And Oklahoma was in regular rotation. My mom was a theater person. I saw Oklahoma in person probably six or seven times before I was 12, um, and, and, like, we we wore out the VHS and had to buy a new one. Like, we watched Oklahoma so much. So same Oklahoma was another one just so much Oklahoma yeah and Oklahoma is is also an insane movie we're not talking about Oklahoma today but I mean (laughs) this reminded me of Oklahoma because Oklahoma's got like murder and crazy fighting and definitely sexual assault and like it's it's not and it's and it is a fun movie also with an exclamation mark at the end by the way yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's it's a fun movie that's considered incredibly family friendly and like and you know maybe it is but yeah it's watching mcclintock the whole time i was like whoa i need to go back and watch these movies because i bet you number one i guarantee there's spousal abuse in like every one and I guarantee <laughs> there's racism in everyone. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. R- racism yeah. was totally fine until like, I don't know, like the mid 90s, I think, you know, like right. <laughs> in films anyway. It was like, yeah, it's totally fine. Uh, so, yeah. So watching this, it just it, it that's what it brought up for me. It, it, those old memories. And I was like, man, it definitely if 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 my dad wasn't my dad was was, you know, kind of tough sometimes, but he definitely had a sensitive side and he definitely had a religious side. So he maybe if my dad was like ultra macho and that coupled with these types of films would have instilled in me like, oh, I need to like rule women with an iron fist. But it didn't because my (laughs) I'm such a mama's boy. um, And my dad was incredibly loving and sweet to my mom and my mom kind of ran the house. So I thankfully didn't have that example. But I thought I was like, holy crap, movies like this that are veiled in this like, oh, they're so innocent and family friendly and they're all good and everything. If you do that coupled with, you know, maybe a maybe a less than uh, wonderful father figure, I could see how, you know, the examples that you're shown in this could lead to some crazy stuff. And that's that was what was wild. So I was really curious to hear, Mel, like you saying, like, yeah, you know, that forged your early thoughts about relationships, you know. Totally. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm I'm similar to you to what you mentioned about your dad, like my dad is so nice. <laughs> like He's <laughs> the nicest, you know? Um, and yeah, my, my mom also like, I mean, they, they're, they're a team, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, my dad, I've never heard him raise his voice to my mom. Like right. ever. Mm-hmm. So I, fortunately I had, you know, their example, but yeah, it definitely like 
and it was all subconscious. Like I wasn't even fully aware of it until right. I was, until I started getting into relationships and like things I was doing subconsciously that was like, oh, I wonder if like, and once again, it's, I can't pin it all on that. There's right. All, there, right. You know, yeah. That's like oversimplifying it. But, but thinking about that, it's like, oh, wow. Like, huh. Wow. I don't know if you heard that, but there's a big thunderstorm going on right oh. now. And a big crack of thunder just went off. So. We absolutely yeah. heard and hear that. That's crazy. I just thought it was a giant cat. Yeah. <laughs> I, fit your, yeah. I thought you just like pushed over a bunch of trash cans or something. I yeah, thought it was no, John no, Wayne no, trying no, to throw his hat on a yeah. weather vane. No, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ghost of John no, it was Wayne. Thunder, it was thunder. <laughs> um, yeah. So sorry if that happens again. It may go off. I may push push my trash cans over again. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. You're drunk. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm so drunk right now. But yeah, it, it definitely like it shaped some things and some things that I'm like, huh, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> is that what I really like? Is that what I really want? Or it's hard to know, like hard to separate, like, okay, what am I actually, what do I really want? And I'm sorry if I'm being super vague right now, but it's like, what do I really want? And like in a relationship versus like, what are some things that like, huh, maybe that was just some not great conditioning mm-hmm. growing up <laughs> in terms, in terms of what I was consuming in, right, in media. Right. Yeah. Like I, you said, so it, it's veiled as like family friendly too, you know? Yeah, and I and I think it's interesting to to hear, and that's okay. I think you might be vague, but but what you're also saying is incredibly telling. And you know, like it's, I think it's common. I'm into getting spanked. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> See, it's so weird when my when I first met you in person, we we had uh, lunch or dinner at some Thai place, and that was like how you you shook my hand and you're like, hey, what's up? Uh, I really like being spanked, and I was like, hi, I'm. <laughs> I was like, I'm very happily married, uh, but perhaps we can work it into the script where someone spanks you, I suppose. And you're like, please, right. preferably. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And then you, you're like, I have my old, uh, my own old timey shovel. I have you a brought little... it out of your purse. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own garden spade. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I looked over at my partner Gabe, and I was like. I don't think she's gonna work, dude. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking, book it. Perfect for Sandy. Yeah, actually, that's that is totally on on point for Sandy. This is the one. Yeah, (laughs) she's fabulous. Start filming. (laughs) Yeah, let's just start filming her now. (laughs) Script's not even done. Uh, (laughs) Don't miss a shot. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, 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 you know, I, it's, it's. It's funny that you say, "Oh, I'm being vague," and everything. but no, like I, I think you're right, and it's something where, you know, part of what made this so interesting, this podcast so interesting to me, when Andy brought it up, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, I have kids. I have three kids. Andy has a kid, and we're 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 talking to wonderful people like yourself, and we're talking, we're we're you know discussing these movies that we grew up with, and you know, if nothing else. It's making me take a, a closer look at the stuff my kids consume. And just to make sure, like, part of me is like, well, I don't want to be a helicopter parent. I want them to experience things and, and to form their own judgments and stuff. And I don't want to shelter them. Uh, I, I want them to, you know, enjoy life and see things from different perspectives and all that good stuff. But it's it's made me, and we do have a piece, I'm, I'm definitely getting ahead of myself, but like, just in general, it's made me take a look at some of these things and to have some fun conversation with my mom, like, 
you know, because the whole idea, the, the the show is who let you watch that. Who let you so watch that? My mom being the one that let me watch most of these things and just being like, hey, mom, why? What? <laughs> like, what? Like, does this, was this crazy to you? And she's like, no, it's great. It's a fabulous movie. I'm sure it's the same thing your mom would say if you said, ma, like, remember McClintock? Like, didn't it, wasn't it weird? You know, like. I would be really yeah. interested to have a follow-up, like you to have that conversation with your mom and then come back on and tell us. So. I will 100% have that conversation with my mom. And I'm sorry it's raining super hard, so if I'm, I feel like this is going to be another episode where like the audio is, you're not happy no. with the audio. So no, you know, we're good. You're doing awesome. Are you, are you outside? But, are you going to get all wet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> outside. But I will have that conversation with my mom because I'm, I'm – super curious now like yeah what i've never had that conversation with her so i'm yeah. going to please do wow. please do and we'll we'll add it into our new business for one of the future episodes yeah yeah <laughs> totally so you rewatched it you know mel yeah. what, what did you think on the rewatch obviously it brought up some things it highlighted what was kind of problematic this is this is a great part where you can if there's any specific scenes that jumped out at you, anything that you wanted to highlight, you're welcome to to dig into it because we have some notes. Yeah, totally. I mean, this time around, I definitely noticed like the major issues in the plot and just like, it was like, where is this? Where is this going? And how did I not <laughs> yes, notice it? Absolutely. It's like as a kid, it's like before I had rewatched it, it was like I remembered the mud pit fight and I remember the spankings. And, um, but this time around, like, um, everything with the native with the Native Americans, the the Comanche, like the, all that stuff. I was like, huh, okay. Yeah. Some more stuff like popped out as like now being an adult. Um, and then just like the hyper focus. I the speech that I forget his name. One of the guys, I think he was the shop owner. When the daughter comes home and he gives the speech about her being the prettiest girl born in the territory, and he just keeps talking about how pretty she is, like. She's so pretty. And like, <laughs> yeah. that was the focus. She's just so pretty. And it was like, oh, well, that's like another th problematic thing as far as like the women's stuff is like, yeah, cause she was, the value is like, she was yeah. coming back from school, right? Like, yeah, yeah. she yeah. came, she came back. Yeah. And like, all living... anyone had to say was, you know, instead of like, oh, you, how was your education or anything? It was just like, wow, you're a knockout. Like, you are yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and shame on me because I said that too. I mean, so I'm so sorry. I mean, you, you were you were taught by this movie. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah. I was subconsciously influenced by the film. Right, and I mean, it, I she totally is pretty, but yeah, just the focus on that and like just how yeah, women need to be put in their place and how they're so they just are so emotional that like the only way to deal with them is like you just gotta give them a good spanking and like. <laughs> That'll, She's got to set them right. Yeah. Yeah, that'll set them right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. There was this one joke that was made that I just like had to roll my eyes out. I wrote it down. And I, once again, I'm like so bad with the names in the movie, but it's the somebody said, because, you know, Marino O'Hara wants to divorce um, John Wayne. Yeah. And some guys like divorce. Is that when you pay a woman not to live with you? Mm -hmm. And I just was like, mm. it's a bad 1960s joke. That was yeah. that was Chill Wills, the man who plays Drago. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. And like that joke, I 
just completely went over my head as a kid. Like it just didn't even right. like just didn't even register. The people on IMDb, they're still talking about that joke. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> Take my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I just, I certainly noticed more this time around. And um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. And John Wayne, in like the, I guess, I mean, and this is probably getting, I, this is a lighthearted podcast, I feel like. But John Wayne kind of being like the white savior to the Comanche oh. is like, oh, I'm going to help him out. I'm going to speak on their behalf. And like, it's oh, yeah. It's in like, my notes. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes in as the the great white savior there, and uh, they're on trial for something. I don't for for being Indian for being for, <laughs> yeah right Just yeah, for being yeah. Comanche How like that's stolen from yeah. yeah yeah we need to we, we need find whole... you guilty of being Indian <laughs> we need a whole court who's gonna help us Hey John Wayne will you be our lawyer Yeah listen everyone here respects me Let me talk to everybody right now I'll talk to yeah. everyone and. Uh, as your lawyer, I will read a statement you wrote yeah. and walk away from you. <laughs> yeah. The end. She yeah. offers nothing else, no personal yeah. uh, you know, add-in on the whole thing, uh, nothing heartfelt whatsoever. He's like, I'm literally going to read what these guys wrote, and uh, peace out, y'all. And even, what? even what when they're like, and save the us. Yeah, even the chief was like, hey, like you have a sway over these people. Are you going to do anything? And he's like, nah. And then the chief's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah they're like, like it's like, cool. So it's like, fine. Cool with it. He was he was worried about that barbecue or whatever the party. <laughs> had a party. Yeah, he's like, we literally have a party like in twenty minutes. Yeah. I gotta go. I got I got some beer to drink. They're going to be roasting an entire animal. Yeah, I got to get over there. Yeah. I gotta get a side of beef on the spit, man. Like we, we only have so much whiskey. I know they're gonna run out. Yeah, <laughs> he got over there. They ran out. Yeah, he was pissed. He had the talk. Who's <laughs> so mad? He's like, "How do you let? Oh, how can you run out of whiskey at a party? I'll go get seven more bottles out yeah. of my personal cellar." <laughs> Which he does. Andy, what did you come up with? What uh, did you think watching this movie? <laughs> Mel did a great job uh, hitting, hitting the big points, but. Just the the hyper, you know, you hear the term a lot, like the toxic, toxic, toxic masculinity yeah. a lot. Uh, but just, I mean, it's in this movie a lot, just that hyper masculinity and everything. Oh, you mean we, how everyone gets into a fist fight over I mean, exactly. anything? <laughs> anything happens, we are throwing blows. Yeah. I want to talk about when Dev, the, the ranch hand, and... The guy Ben get into a fight over uh, Becky's hand. I think that's why they're fighting um, near the end of the movie at the party. Yeah, they go and uh, Patrick Wade wipes the floor with the dude, just beats him to kingdom come. Yeah, yeah. He smacks the shit out of him. All right, we dropped <laughs> we dropped an S bomb in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he hits him up and down, and then the guy's uncle comes, and this man, this uncle is a literal superhero <laughs> yeah. because he gets punched in the face, I don't know, 10 times. Yeah. Doesn't even least. affect him. Yeah. And he just swipes his arm at Patrick Wade, goes flying into a horse. Flying. <laughs> just flying. Breaks a table. Breaks a breaks table. A, breaks a trellis. Like he's and, just thrown. And 
<laughs> you know, and then John Wayne comes and he does a three stooges bit on him. No, grab his nose. Don't kick him in the knee. Listen, Pilgrim, don't do any of that. Yeah. And, he, and then he gets punched a whole bunch. And then, you know, and then it ends and everyone's like, hey, I'm glad we settled this. Like, we're guys. This is what we do. Yeah. Yes! We we punch each other. Yeah. Let's go drink some whiskey out of yeah. pint glasses. <laughs> yeah. And it just, yeah, that was some of my favorite stuff. The mud fight scene is is just, uh, it's a scene just for everyone to just wallop on each other and get all muddy and yeah. and do some slip and slide stuff. That's what I was saying. This is a movie he made with his friends. And he's just like, hey, who wants to have some fun and capture it on footage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McLaughlin, start rolling. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> the movie will be called MacGyver or something. It doesn't really matter. Let's go slide down this mud pit, eh, Maureen? <laughs> what do you think? Let's go. Let's go. Sw- <laughs> and then the, it uh, does look kind of fun. It, it looks yeah, like a blast. It does. It legitimately yes. does. And then I'm almost certain that the next scene when he's trying to uh, hook up with his wife, or he's just like, "Hey, we're all covered in mud. I bet we could clean each other up." Once again, I'm pretty sure that wasn't scripted line. No. It was just John Wayne trying to get some action. And they're like, this is great, John. Keep talking. Get this on yeah. film. Yeah. I'm sure it was like, okay, let's uh, let's wrap and get you guys cleaned up. And he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, just, just keep it rolling. Hey, uh, Maureen. Uh, cut that. Cut that out. Go, whatever, whatever What's her name? Well, uh, well, Katie. Wife. Oh, well, Katie. Uh, remember how we used to, you know, take baths and whatever? And she's like. She's a pro, so she's rolling with it. She's like, you know, get bent or whatever her yeah, line is. She's less <laughs> yes ending the, the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, All right, well, uh I guess uh I'll just put my dick in my hand and walk over here, I suppose. <laughs> and you just see the disappointment in his eyes. Yeah. He's like, I really thought I was gonna get some Moreno hair action. I guess I'll just throw my hat on my weather vane again. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. He winks at the camera. Yeah, and then him and Drago get get drunk in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was no, there was no like soda. There was no prop alcohol. I guarantee everyone was literally drunk, just lit on this entire this movie. movie. I have never seen anybody drink a bottle of liquor the way those two did in a matter of minutes, and yeah. then fell down the stairs. The- <laughs> to which Katie came out, and once again. It was probably John just trying to get fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guarantee the script did not call for uh, 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 Lily Munster sitting on his crotch. Yeah. But he's like, land here. That, <laughs> that'll be funny. I, I You think, should just do that. Yeah. I uh, think this will work. I think you should yeah, that's land a good John on, Wayne. You should land on my crotch. I listen, listen here. Yeah. Man, that's a good John that's Wayne. That's a really good John Wayne. Dude, dude, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for but, saying that. <laughs> But yeah, that that bit where they're drinking, and then the joke is, we're gonna just keep falling down the stairs, <laughs> and they do it like forty times. It's like th- that's a grand staircase. That is a grand stair. It's gigantic, and there's like a hundred stairs. They would have died. They would have died. <laughs> they make yeah. the joke that they're gonna die, yeah. and they just yeah. keep falling down. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. These so good <laughs> women in their like nightgowns falling down the stairs over and over again. You know what's insane? Maureen O'Hara did her own stunts. No. Yes, no, she did. For real? For real. She was a she hard ass. She rolled down those stairs. She rolled down the stairs. Maureen O'Hara said she did her own stunts 
on this film and many films. She she was just a, a tough cookie and was like, nope, Whoa. I'm doing it. Yeah, because a lot of the male actors did it in those days. They did their own stunts, and she was going to be no different. I had I read that and had tremendous respect. I'm like, holy smokes, more people need to talk about that woman. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're seeing her fall down the stairs, that's really her. Unless unless Ooh. I unless I read it wrong, but I saw it in two places. Uh, well, it's a good stair fall, and I remember thinking like, uh, "Good job, stunt people." Yeah, good job. <laughs> right. Yeah, because it's it's a so, wide shot too her. when they fall down. <laughs> yeah, and it's you're a like, wide. Whoa, yeah, they're really doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the carpeting that's on there was padded, but it's like an inch of padding. Yeah, like you're still falling downstairs, dude. This so. was it was yeah. 1963 too, so there was no what what would you call it, OSHA regulations and stuff. They're just no. like. Fall down these real stairs. Yeah. Do there's, it. There's no stunt coordinator. Yeah. It's like, all right, so in this scene, the, uh, the director's just like, you're going to fall downstairs. And they're like, okay, boss, sounds good. It's 1963. <laughs> we'll be okay. Gabe, what about you, man? What I, what else sticks out for you, man? Oh, dude. So, you know, we've talked about so many so many pieces, but I, I have I have some notes here. And I'll, just, I'll give you a couple of them. I already touched on it, but I was like, John Wayne is a terrible actor. He just, I wrote it in two places because I was like, he's just, he's just the same dude. I was surprised. I mean, listen, no, Andy was totally spot on. You're spot on, Mel. Uh, he is the, the white savior. He really is the, through the whole movie. But I was surprised at how progressive some of the statements were for the time. John was absolutely, again, he was being Jesus in this whole thing. However, he did say a few times you know, like he pointing out how ridiculous it is that the Indians were on trial and how ridiculous that they were going to be pushed to this other place when they've already lost everything. I thought that was pretty cool. It almost seemed like he was uh, like doing penance for like doing 55 movies about how they're red devils and how they need to be murdered. Just stuff. savages and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I figured like, OK, like. That's at least pretty cool. I, I was surprised by that. There were a few statements where I was like, there, there were more than a handful where you're rolling your eyes, but there were a few where I was like, wow, that's actually pretty neat. Um, you know, mm -hmm. especially the bit before the mud, the, the mud fight, where they mm -hmm. are literally about to hang an Indian. <laughs> They're about to hang a man because a guy's daughter goes missing for 15 minutes. And they just assumed that the Indian did it. They jumped and, to conclusions hard. Yeah, but yeah. build they build scaffolding and set up a noose. I have a it's, feeling that was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that was in real life, just on set. They're like, <laughs> they were these Indians get out of hand. They we're were looking for an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, the, she's these people, gone. Fifteen minutes. Give fifteen minutes. That's enough time. It blew me away because I'm like, these people are literally living in tents. All of them homeless. All of them trying to find a job and like build their homesteads. Yet they found the lumber and the time to build <laughs> build scaffolding <laughs> for hanging an Indian when the daughter wasn't even missing a day. So that means they did it before, like Andy said. They did yeah. it ahead of time. They're like, just in case with all these Indians around, we better have something to murder them in case they get out of line. And I was I was blown away by that. And what whatever statements are made there you could tell like either the writer or the director uh or john who knows he was probably calling the shots uh they were like hey what you're saying is too heavy-handed we need a scene that is just a bunch of trombones going where people are falling down a muddy hill and john's like that sounds fun pilgrim let's do it <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
So that kind of blew me away. I thought it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> the uh, um, let's see. Uh, juniors dance at the party when everyone halts halts the party, <laughs> and they go. By the way, so Junior is gonna. Junior, by the way, was ninety seven years old. He was, you know, Junior already. I think he was. Uh, let's see. Hang on, Junior. Was, uh, uh, yeah, Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah, Jerry. so he was already one hundred and fifteen when he was shooting this. Yet he was playing the son, like college boy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> His dance was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the dude got up, and they're like, he's going to show us some real cool dance. I mean, I, I, I get that that was the joke, that he's going to get up and right. be some New York douche, and all the cowboys are like, what an idiot. But yeah. the dance he does isn't funny. It's just like, was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I was so mad. I was like, someone needs to punch that asshole in the face, because I, oh, I can't handle it. But anyway. He got away scot-free. It's, it's a bad dance. Yeah, it's a bad dance. <laughs> it's a bad dance. Uh, that followed by uh, actual duck killing on screen, uh, where John Wayne actually shoots live ducks, and we see it in real time, and he then throws them in a bag. That's pretty rad. Also, something I bet wasn't scripted. John Wayne's like, F this, I'm going to go for a walk, guys. And they're like, get a camera on him. <laughs> and he's just shooting ducks. Don't miss a beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I loved how every ten minutes there was a moral lesson given by John Wayne, where he was yeah. like imparting wisdom yeah. to everyone. My favorite yeah. was everybody works for somebody. Like, I loved that. That was great. He's like, listen, you're you're no better than that guy, and that guy's no better than you, and everybody's the same. I mean, no one's as good as me, but everybody's <laughs> the same. Like that was he made a point to be like, and I who do I work for? I work for the American people because I'm the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I service all of America, which is amazing. Uh, which, oh man, yeah. Also, Maureen O'Hara, when he when he died, she uh, she was quoted saying that John Wayne is America. John oh. Wayne is the United States of America. Oh my God, I love that. It's such oh, a that's such a good quote. Uh, and then I. <laughs> I said up until Becky's spanking, I was thoroughly loving the movie. And then when Becky got spanked, I was like, oh, shit, this this that's right. It promises spanking in the poster and and it's delivering. And I was like, and there's still like an hour to go. That's crazy. I couldn't believe as a father, uh, a father of a daughter. I couldn't believe watching that scene where John Wayne is just like, <laughs> well, you better go spank yeah. the shit out of my daughter because uh, she's getting yeah. pretty lippy. By the way, here's a shovel <laughs> to do it. <laughs> and then he he walks off. He lights a cigar and then just proceeds to watch it. Yeah, which he I, enjoys it. Which is probably yeah. creepier than anything. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Uh, and then if... I mentioned the you know the progressive statements about the uh, the Native Americans, uh, all of which are completely undone by the scene where the Indians randomly ransack the town. The Indians yeah. who, uh, in all fairness, were put on trial and found guilty of being Indians and <laughs> sentenced to being moved away to a way shittier place than that shitty town, which is already pretty shitty. Uh, they go and get guns. And just ransack the town because they're honestly, it's like any good stuff was completely undone. 
by that by that scene, they're just like, well, these Indians they they told us in the statement that I read at their <laughs> trial that they were going to have one last battle and it was going to be great against the cavalry. No, they're going to shoot up the town and almost kill women and children because they're savages at heart. Ah, but it's okay. Let's get back to the barbecue. <laughs> Literally a line in the movie. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. And then uh, uh. I'll I'll end it with. The last 10 minutes of this film are insane. Uh, the movie has no plot whatsoever. The last 10 minutes are a John Wick-style chase where poor Maureen O'Hara uh, is in her underwear uh, being chased by her husband, who is Jason Voorhees, just walking so slowly. Uh, but he'll get you. Oh, bitch, he's going to get you. And when he gets you, you're dead. But he's like yeah. not even moving until he goes into the general store when he literally falls through everything. It was John yeah. Wayne just prat falling left and right. I'm sure everybody was losing their minds when they watched that. Like, ah, ha, ha, the Duke fell through the thing. Oh, that's great. But, but Gabe, it's it's not just John Wayne that's chasing her down. It it's is the entire town. It is it cheering is. on this man. Yeah, you gotta beat her. Yeah, this needs yeah. to happen. Well, the, what? What starts it, my friends? It's it's old Mister it's old Mister Burnbaum who loves Katie, loves Catherine. I love her, loves her. But like, however, but John, a man can only raise his voice so many times oh before he needs to raise his hand. Yep. <laughs> yeah, cringe. Yeah, cringe. Seriously, him giving this heartfelt speech of like, listen, sometimes. Words aren't going to cut it. You have to just beat your wife. And John Wayne being like, that's a good point. I'm going to yeah. go beat my wife. And everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, let's watch him beat his wife. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Let's yeah. all watch. Yeah. And at right. one point, poor Maureen O'Hara, uh, poor Katie would rather jump through a window. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then falls in like a trough of water. Yeah. Soaking wet. Which Dude. had to have hurt, right? Dude, well, the window had to have hurt. The 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 <laughs> trough of water was insane to me because she she, she it's, did that. it's a wet t-shirt at that oh, point. Yeah. The woman is yeah. now nude essentially. I'm not right. prudish in any way, but I'm like, "Oh right. my goodness, there there are her titties. Like this woman is now right. exposed <laughs> and everyone's like, "Ha ha ha." You dumb whore. We're going to get you. I couldn't believe yep. what I was watching. I, I know. I know. I couldn't I believe it. Know. And then and then the uh uh one of the uh uh one of the fabulous uh, burlesque gals um she is pulled in by yep. Marino O'Hara. and that was total like male fantasy moment because the gal's in the bustier. <laughs> she's now she's not wet. She's like oiled when she comes out of that and John right. Wayne's like holding her for a really long time. When right. someone, you know, as a joke goes, and her, and wrong her woman. Boobs are huge. Yes. Like, yeah. Huge boobs. Yeah. That was insane to me because I was like, oh, but th there are so many scenes like that in those types of movies. Yep. Where, like, all of a sudden, you know, it's like good and Christian values and white people are always right and everything's fine uh, as long as you're white. Uh, you know, don't worry. Just be white. And then it was always like, but don't forget. <laughs> We're going to give everybody a little bit of boob. Don't worry. You know, like there was yeah. always like some boobs happening, but I just couldn't believe. We take care of our own here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you made it this far, you're definitely white. Here's some boobs. But, here's uh, a wife beating. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can see someone do. 
I was I was shocked because you were like, let's watch McClintock. I go, how are we going to find anything wrong? I mean, it's in a Western, so there'll probably be racist moments, but, you know, what's really crazy? I couldn't believe it. I was really <laughs> shocked about that last 10 minutes. Those last 10 minutes of this movie, I kept checking the time, like, there's got to be, there's a part two or something, right? <laughs> there's like, there's a minute left of this movie. How is this going to end? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, I wrote down a line after he spanks, after he spanks her, the... The friend of uh, John Wayne says, my father would be proud of you. Oh. What in the hell? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well, while she's over his yeah. knee and the whole town is like, yay, yay. you're walloping her. He's like, yeah, my father would be proud of you. <laughs> what? How is that yeah, a thing dude. that you would say, but also like doesn't land on the cutting room floor? Like, yeah. how is an editor watching that and being like, you know, guys, uh, oof. <laughs> We should really cut this line. And John's probably in the room and he's like, why? He's right. You know? Like, <laughs> Keep it. Yeah, yeah, but like, but yeah. And back then, like, yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> sure all the old grandpas out there were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I'm proud. My father would be proud. Yeah. Like, That's my yeah. boy. Yep. Yeah. You need to rule the, rule the roost. And, you know, it, it was really surprising to me because... It's revealed as a throwaway line. It really is uh, that, you know, she left him because of infidelity. Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. She's she's near positive that he was cheating on her. And he's like, big deal. It's fine. And to me, that goes against the whole, like, white savior. That goes against the whole, you know, Judeo-Christian thing. It's like, well, no, that's actually really, really bad. You can't. But... I guess it's okay. It's fine. It was just, it was other women. It's no big deal. It's just other women. And it's John you know? Wayne. Totally. Yeah. And that, and that is like, there's such a double standard back then where yeah. it was like men could be as promiscuous as they wanted, but a woman who kisses a man before she's engaged is mm. a trollop. Yes. Like, yes. you know, like yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I want to swear more, but I'll just stop. Myself. <laughs> like, uh, just, yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. That was nuts to me. And so he's basically like, you're going to tell me why. And she's like, yeah, because I was tired of you cheating on me, bro. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Let me hit you. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy. And I yeah. was so bummed out at the end when it was like she comes back to him. You know, she's going to come back yeah. to him. But it's like she comes back to him and it's like. Are you are you done giving me lip? Are you done going on fabulous vacations to places that don't suck asshole like this place? Yeah. And she's like, "Yep, I will never go anywhere fun again." And he's like, "Okay, yeah. let's hit yeah. you again." You know? Right, right. Like there was no like there was he was he was totally fine. There was nothing on his end. There was no like, "Hey, I'll be faithful from now on." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There was no, no promise of. Yeah, you change, you change, you change, you change. I'm good the way I'm good being a drunk man who sleeps yes. around. Yeah. Uh, no, one, no one brought this up, uh, but the spanking the daughter is really is bad. I do not condone that. However, the thing that caused the daughter to get spanked in the first place is she literally ordered her father to murder this oh. guy. <laughs> she says, Daddy, shoot him. Shoot him. If you love yeah, shoot him. And, and he does. And that was a that was such a funny line. Uh, that was such a funny exchange because John Wayne's like, "Well, honey, 
I do love you, you know? <laughs> and, and, so, okay. And he pulls out this gun and he shoots the guy. <laughs> and and you see, like, the dark yeah. spot hit him in the stomach. And I, I didn't, I'd never seen this movie before. I just went, holy shit. <laughs> he just killed that guy because his daughter was, like, what? mad at him for a second. It's a blank. Yeah, and then John Wayne's is like, ah, don't be a pussy. It's a blank. Like, you're Wait. fine. It's okay. It's just one of the 12 guns I have easily accessible at all times. Could have easily grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In my drunken state, I could have grabbed one of the 10 over the revolvers and just murdered a, a, a young man. Dude. But, uh, See, and, well, and that's another problematic thing with the women is it's like the whole thing with women is like, when a woman says do this, she doesn't really mean like mm -hmm. no means yes. And yeah, get, yep. like her saying, yeah. she didn't really want him to get shot. Right. But that's what women do. We don't say what we mean. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, John Wayne, ugh. even John Wayne even says that at, at one point. He's like, uh, there's some line like that. There were so many of them. I didn't write this one down. Yeah. John Wayne was like. Women will, you know, get fired up about this one thing, but never tell you what's really on their mind. And that is such like an old, like hacky, like Rodney Dangerfield style joke. Like, oh, women, they say one thing, but they mean another. It's just like maybe she's afraid to say what she really feels because you're a <laughs> drunken wife beater. Or you'll shoot her in the stomach. Yeah. He goes to the room when she comes back to town. I um, wrote this down. And she's like, what are you doing here? I want a divorce. I hate you. And how does he respond to that? He's just like, come here, baby. And he just like oh, yeah. kisses yeah. her hard. He's just like, what the right. hell? Yeah. But totally goes along with what you're saying. Yep. Yep. It's like, oh, nope. This is what she, the man what, knows what she This is what yeah. she really wants. I know. Yeah. All right. We have had so much fun. We've so had so much fun. We got to ask. So. Uh, so Mel, uh, whether you you plan to have kids or not, uh, totally not something we're going to dig into. It's none of our damn business. But if you did have a kid, would you let them watch this movie? If so, why? Yeah, I might just to show like to to have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Like, cause there, I mean, once again, there's some really funny things that happen in this movie, and I mean, it's nostalgic for me. But yeah, I. So I think, like, sure, I'd let him watch it, but then I'd sit down and be like, okay, so we're going to talk about a few things in this and, you know, what's okay and not okay. Yeah. And how are you, how, yeah, like, I would just want to have a conversation about it. Because, yeah, I wouldn't want to, you can't, like, hide your kids away from the world. They're going to see things and do things, whether you want them to or not. And talking like I have kids, I don't. But I'm just, like, yeah, I just feel... Like the key is to have like really great communication with them and letting them know that they're safe to like share their feelings. So if they are feeling weird about something or whatever it is, they can come to you and you can just have a conversation about it. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think, Andy? I think I'm in the same boat, you know. I wonder how much. And at what age? I wonder, you know, how how much of this movie they're going to watch. Because once again, as we talked about, I mean, there's some funny scenes that, you know, my boy, he's going to laugh at that mud scene. He's going to laugh at the fighting. Man, he would love the fighting. He'd be <laughs> all about it. My my boy is a hitter already. And man, he, he would be all about this. Like, just 
learning even more how to punch me right in the face. And maybe <laughs> I could be that with my, my son. We could play that game where he punches me in the face a whole bunch. I take it. And then I just swat at him. <laughs> yeah, you just throw him across the room. Also because he's two. But I'm not going to do that because I love my boy. Um, but... Um, yeah, it, it's a good conversation starter, and it's one of those movies. There's a lot of problematic stuff in it, but I think it's a an easier sort of movie to open up some conversation and stuff with, and and talk about it like you you should with with a lot of stuff, and be like, hey, now, uh, Papa and Mama, when they, when I'm mad at Mama, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spank her, right? But yeah. when I'm yeah. never mind, I'm not gonna do the joke anyway. <laughs> 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 never mind. But if you do see me doing it, just know that everyone signed off. It was on it. consensual. <laughs> it was fine. We got we got a signed contract over here. Consensual. And you're supposed oh, to be in bed. I will tell my son too. Unlike John Wayne, that if I ever do make any money and I build all this land, and I get it all, I am not giving an ounce of it to the United States. <laughs> it is going to go to you because you are my blood, and I yeah. want your future to be six to to. To hopefully have a leg up on some things. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, forget you, John Wayne. Give your money to your kids. What is wrong with you, you psychopath? Yeah. <laughs> that that scene. And you could see the disappointment in her eyes. She acted the hell out of the scene. Uh, she, man, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, he's just like, I'm a, I'm a billionaire and I'm going to leave you $25. Yeah. You know, like. I did love it was beautifully poetic what he said. Uh, oh yeah, wh where it's like you know, there's nothing more amazing than you know a, 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 when a man and a woman what? come together and what growing they do. Or yeah, something. yeah, that was an. I remember thinking, oh, that's a nice little gem right there. Yeah, but then you yeah. think about how much money he has and be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you can leave yeah. me a little bit more than that, yeah. dude. They like, can still, he can still, she can still grow up. Yeah. You know, with the, her man. And, you know, we <laughs> can grow as we go traveling the world yeah. and not have to worry and have fights about the mortgage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Help me out, pops. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's. Okay. What about you, man? Your kids. When is it happening? Would you let it happen? Listen, I mean, we, we, a lot has been said, but let's just be totally honest. Kids today and kids in the future are gonna stumble upon McClintock. They're gonna just find it. Kids are just kids left and right are watching McClintock, and without responsible parents explaining it, McClintock is ruining the, a whole new generation. They're on the TikTok. They're doing the McClintock trends. Yeah, everybody's ha doing the McClintock hashtag, dances. Hashtag spank your wife. Yeah, it's exactly. Out, you know, it gave you right. This movie and the ones like it, uh, I think, are a great. Family friendly affair where it is it's safe to bring up these things. I think it is mm -hmm. like where you can see it and you can laugh at some stuff and then you can like pause and be like, so let's talk about this. So uh, so yeah, I mean I would let them see it. I, I have no plans to screen this for the family anytime <laughs> soon, but I would I'd let them see it and you know I, as long as I was watching it with them, I think it it'd be okay because it's a nice. Uh, springboard to kind of uh delve into some topics that uh might be w uncomfortable or weird outside of having a silly john wayne movie help you with it totally <laughs> so, so. <laughs> you know what's insane so his name is george washington mcclintock yep which is mm -hmm. so on the nose and hilarious to me <laughs> i just thought it was so great and they call him gw 
everyone's mispronouncing McClintock. In the first five minutes of the movie, there's ten different pronunciations of McClintock. Not only is McClintock said incorrectly, people are calling him GW, GW, and then one drunken asshole calls him DW, and then he even says it in the captioning. And it's just like, we're just going to roll with it. We're not going to do a second take. John Wayne doesn't do second takes. It was so good. I saw that, and I was like, I what can't is going believe on? it. And it's at the beginning of the movie. Like, that is so easily catchable. And like, all right, guys, we, we at the very least, we're going to get some VO for that. And John Wayne's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's okay. People get it. GW, DW, it's all the same. It doesn't matter. Right. So... Uh, yeah, so there you have it. All right, now we have our recommendations. These are things that you're just into right now that you want our listeners to know about. Uh, you can also shamelessly plug whatever you're working on at this time, too. But, Mel, do you have any recommendations? Do you have a book you're reading or something that you're watching that you want to talk about? Oh, I just got back into watching Castlevania. I watched the first two seasons, and then I heard there's now four seasons. So I'm now watching the third season, and think it's great i mean it's really gory and it's very r-rated kind of anime style but it's like dracula and demons and monsters and there's no spankings um i can tell you that much well Um, i was interested but now yeah not anymore (laughs) um yeah i it's just really dark and just a cool world so if you're into that kind of like creature gore cool stories that sounds awesome check it out it's on netflix oh rad uh i am mm-hmm. interested in that i'm i'm curious uh if it since it's castlevania it's off the game and stuff does it have like a rad soundtrack or is it just like dark uh, and brutal? i like the soundtrack yeah yeah i think it's got a great soundtrack is it kind of synthy or is it like is it just like dark and and, and spooky i have not been like focusing on it Oh, then I no problem. I, I'll text you later and let you know because uh, I need to finish the episode I'm on. And if I hear any synth, I'll be like, "There's synth." <laughs> There's synth in the video game because, like, I I haven't played the video game at all. Oh, it's uh, it's fabulous. It's great. Super okay. fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. Okay, cool. Castlevania. We will check that out. Yeah. Heck yeah! Thank you, Andy. Yeah, what are you into? What do you recommend, Gabe? I'm gonna change it up this week. So you know, I'm always at, you know everything every single week. Bummer. Bummer after bummer after yes. bummer. He only recommends the most like bummery stuff ever. Well, like... this week, don't worry. I got a comedy special that is a total bummer. It's uh, <laughs> it's Bo Burnham's new comedy special called Inside. I am a huge Bo Burnham fan. I think the man is hysterical and an artist in the truest sense of the word. Um, his career arc is so interesting to me to go from a YouTube kid to then making really thought-provoking artsy stuff and if you're a fan of Bo's work you're a fan of his last special how it got super heavy check out this one it has super fun catchy songs but then also (laughs) deals with a lot of mental health issues sort of stuff where by the end of it he he filmed it and made it all over the course of the last year in pandemic and he just films it in one room of his house and (laughs) It's it's one of those things where you could see this dude go crazy over the year, and it's funny, but also kind of a bummer. So check that out. I so I want to check that out. That sounds also awesome. on Netflix. That is also so, on Netflix. Yeah, okay. that so, is so in your wheelhouse, dude. Yeah, it like is, just, but it is so good though. 
Just consume fun stuff. I know. I mean, last time you talked about that that uh, pop star gal and her. Oh yeah, stuff is but super. That fun. album is a break. That more I dug into that album. That album's just a breakup album. It's yeah. it's a bummer too. It is. It is. What it's, album? What album? Uh, that was album. last week. Was Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, um, I also listened to it. So good. So yeah. good. It's really great. But once again, it's all poppy. But it's kind of a bummer poppy album. It is a bummer, but it's. It's a great bummer. So come back to Andy's recommendation corner as I continue to recommend super sad stuff. Gabe, <laughs> what do you got for us this week? What are you recommending? I'm going to recommend a lighthearted, incredibly fun movie that uh, is reminiscent of the uh, the fabulous over-the-top 80s comedies, uh, but it's got such a strong female lead. It is just incredible. I mean, it's a, it's a two-hander. There's, the, there's a, a guy and a gal who are the leads. It's called He's Dead and So Am I. And it is it is written by just a genius. <laughs> the guy is amazing, uh, and yeah, it's definitely it's it's our movie that we worked on and uh, that we just I could not be more proud of it. It came out so so beautifully, and the performances are fantastic. It is a comedy, my friends, but there's so much. We we talked about this. We're gonna release some interviews pretty soon. Uh, but we we talked about how it's like, man, we touch on like so many genres. It's got so much. There's even some musical stuff in it. It's very, very fun. Melanie Stone acts her balls off. Like she does such a great job in this as this sprightly bastard of a ghost uh, just bouncing or literally bouncing around in purgatory, just dancing and singing and having a great time. And uh, it is so fun. And the movie is... In my opinion, it's very positive and has a, a, a wonderful message, which, you know, I'll leave it to your interpretation. But it's not as abstract as you think it might be. You can actually see it really soon. We're going to be uh, premiering at the Chattanooga Film Festival. Uh, so you can go to chatfest.com. You can also just Google Chattanooga Film Fest. Um, it's going to be, uh, whenever this airs, who the heck knows, but it's going to be available for a little while through the Chattanooga Film Festival people. And then, uh, we, we hope that it will, uh, we have a pretty good idea of where it's going to go, but we, uh, we hope it will land somewhere in the fall and you'll be able to see it and it'll be fabulous. But, uh, for now you can go to he's and you can also follow at he's dead on all the things. Um, you can see some wonderful, hilarious clips of, of Melanie and, uh, Mr. Gabe Kasdorf, uh, who is uh, our co-director and uh, one of the other leads? He he plays Lance, another ghost. He is also fabulous. But our whole our whole group. It was a very small, scrappy team uh, that were on screen and off. Uh, there were a handful of us. I think nineteen people in total made the film, and uh, everybody just really came together and worked their asses off. And it's and it's funny. I and I'm not just saying that because it's mine. And I'm I'm conceited it's really like we have shown it to people that are super conservative we've showed it to people that are way into raunchy fun stuff and uh people like it across the board and we couldn't be more proud uh, melanie got to see the the screening of it a couple of weeks ago the little tech screen yeah. and yeah you know it's so much it's so much fun it was like yeah i'm i'm excited for more people to see it and hear what they think same. So, not a bummer. Very fun. Go check it out. <laughs> He's deadfilm.com. Andy, uh, you always are so good at, at pimping out our socials. Uh, you want to throw those things out? Absolutely. As always, you guys, like, subscribe, follow along on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, 
all those sorts of things. Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, for hosting us and everything. Um, follow us along on, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're, watch me and Gabe dance. We're going to be dancing any day dance. now. not going to dance. I promise you they're going to be dancing. All those handles. Who let you pod on all the handles? Also, send us emails. Tell us what you think. Review us. Send us pictures of um, your friends and you guys talking about the podcast. And re- re- uh, reenacting the spanking scene sh- from McClintock. Do it all. Send us to wholetyoupod at gmail.com. We want to see it. We want to know about it. We want the juices. <laughs> we want the juices. That's uh, amazing. Yay. How do you feel about getting us out of here tonight, I'll man? Get us out of here tonight. Uh, thank you very much, Melanie Stone, for being with thank us. Thank you, evening. Melanie. You're a thank treasure. Thank you. You guys are wonderful. Have <laughs> a lovely evening. Thank you, you too. And uh, in our sign off, I will say this is Gabe Martinez and Andy Diaz. And we are reminding you to never watch anything in front of a child unless it's the story of a wealthy rancher using his power and influence in the territory to keep the peace between farmers ranchers, land grabbers, Indians, and corrupt government officials. Have a spanking evening. My juices! See you next time. Bye-bye. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. (laughs) 